listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's the all-new Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. And you know, no Chinese New Year is complete without experiencing the lion dance. <laughs> so to help us learn more and teach us some baby lion steps, we visited the Quan Lok Dragon and Lion Dance Association to see Master Albert Fong. Take us through a brief history of the lion dance in Malaysia. Like, how did it all start? First of all, I would like to say thank you to, for having me here. And um, lion dance in Malaysia actually is quite back in old days. They come through martial arts. Okay. So actually during the immigrants from China to come to Malaysia, they work here, they start a martial arts school and then they bring the lion dance art into Malaysia. Right. That's the first step. Actually, they come to Singapore and Penang and slowly developed martial arts school. That is old days in back way up to 70s, 80s, all are martial arts school. Now, you have specialty of line dance school, which is a little bit different. You're saying how it came through the, the martial arts. Is there a connection between the line dance and martial arts? Yes. Basically, line dance actually started from the martial art itself. So actually, you see what you see in those Wong Fei Hong movies. They show their power, the martial arts. They use the head. Even the, the line dance that you, they use at all times, the tail is about 12 foot long, longer than now. And then they do martial arts. They'll show their power of the kicks and the hard power of the punch, like right. a move. So it's different from the new modern line dance. So there is a connection. You have to learn martial art first than secondary lion dance. That is back old days. Right. So the changes, the evolution from a martial lion dance to a dance. I have to say, I remember the dancers when I was a kid and mm-hmm. they were much more aggressive and scary. Maybe in the 70s, yes, that's yes. what it was like. And right. that's why I was afraid and have always oh. been afraid, right? Yeah, that makes sense because they were more connected to the martial arts at that point. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to our next question, actually, like, how did the acrobatic version of the lion dance on the poles first start? Or was it always like a part of it already? Or was it something new? Uh, well, I think uh, lion dance on poles, you can see in movies and example of Wong Fei Hong or martial art lion dance. So they do all martial arts on poles. Right. Then they put lion dance fight to get the lettuce to see whichever wins. So in Malaysia, actually, it's also, they started, uh, we call the wooden jong or wooden poles, which actually about, I think, three feet. Yeah. So they, they started with only five poles and three poles. So it's jumping, very simple. Right. Then slowly they build up from the ground, they put on tables, on chairs. So they slowly stack up and stack up and stack up. So in Malaysia, actually, in fact, in 1980s, we have our first international line dance competition in the world. So basically, the rules, uh, some of the old masters in Malaysia, in a, one of the oldest uh, federation in Malaysia, we have a slang or dragon and uh, lion dance uh, federation, which is actually formed in 1976. We registered this uh, society act in Malaysia that promote lion dance and competition. So they have started this competition, but they don't have judges. Oh. So they bring in judges from Hong Kong, the superstar of Wong Fei Hong, come to witness. So there's a lot of regulations, changes as how you want to be a good team, to be the best team. So slowly they produce the competition. So the first competition is in Malaysia. The second one, it went to Hong Kong in one of the TVB live shows. The programs, right? Yeah. What about the colours and sort of how the lion looks like? What's the significance behind all the different sort of colours and... The elements like the horn. Yeah. Yeah. 
Basically, in Lion Dance, there's about five basic colors. Altogether, there's six colors. So the colors actually represent the warrior of uh, Romance of Three Kingdoms history. Within the story, there's a warrior that brings up the lion's color. So we have red lion that represent the Guan Gong warrior. And then you have the black lion represent the Zhang Fei warrior. And then you have green lion represent the Jiu Jilong lion. And then uh, you have a white lion. And the last one is the... Yellow, yes. The yellow is represent the Wang Zhong. So there's a five warrior. These five warrior, and then there's a leader, which is the king. The king is called Liu Bei, which I think you've heard of before. No, there's, I haven't. There's five colors in the line itself. We have the line here. Oh, oh so Liu Bei so is, that like is the, the king. ultimate line. Yeah, five warrior and the king. So that is the sort of the old story brought from the old master to us. Right. But now you see in the market, many people don't know that. They just use multicolors. Yeah, but old right. days, you see only white lion that you see at our school here, mostly are white fur. Right, either right. white or black. And what about the horn? The horn actually represents, it's like something like uh, anything very uh, holistic, like unicorn, you have horn. Right? Right, so right, right. that's that like represents... creature. Right? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, I love that. So let's talk about Kwan Lok, because mm. we're here, you're Master Albert, yeah. how you started Yeah, down? Actually, it started in, back in 1980s. My dad and a few of his friends come together. The main purpose is because this is a Sungaiwe Chinese village. Mm -hmm. So they thought of just starting up a lion dance to preserve the art within the Chinese community. So they started this and we only do uh, very few performances compared to today. They only do maybe three days Chinese New Year performance and the final day of the 15th. Chap Gome, we call it, uh, they perform. Right. So it's like every year they have this type of uh, lightness performance, but mostly are aged from 21 and above because old days, youth seldom join lion dance oh, yeah? because the parents will perceive it as a gangsterism. Oh, oh wait, I do remember this actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because of martial arts you see in the, in the Kung Fu, they fight. Mm -hmm. They keep they keep weapon right, on right. the drum. So, yeah. you, you know, the Even perspective... Even the way you're moving now looks very like this. And I'm like, oh, I can see you in a movie. Okay. So the perception is there and, and, and it's hard to break it and you won't send your kid to learn some lion dance from this group of people. Right. right. Tell us more about what that was like growing up around uh, with this around you. Back in old days when I was young, like you, that I'm 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 afraid of lion dance actually. Uh. Oh. So okay. because the lion that we see that back old days are much more fierce. Yes. They are not using this normal we call lambskin. They use like a broomstick fur. So as they come in, you can see wow. And when I'm in high school, first year, my dad was saying that you're so active in sports, why not you just try this line dance? Because myself from primary school, I'm from a government Malay school, I don't study Chinese, I don't join any Chinese community oh. activities. So my dad is very active in Chinese community. So he thought of why not start with this line dance? And then slowly from age 13 to 15, it became one of our family event, like my elder brother, I mean two younger brother, and my father all go for lion dance for Chinese year. So the whole house, it's out for lion dance and no one at home. <laughs> Only my mom, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. oh, the whole family is going out for lion dance every year. How do you train to become a lion dance performer? Like, what are the steps that you have to do? If you compare to old days, you have to learn martial arts first. But now, we have to learn the basic of uh, instruments. To understand the music, how the beat from the cymbal, the drum, the gong, the three basic uh, instruments that you know to play, 
you understand the beat, then you learn the line movement. So you can get connected. So when you first start, you don't even get to touch the lion yet? No, no. All days, when, when you instrument, you only play cymbal. If you're small size, you're always forced to become the tail. Basically, like all days are uh, different because the tail is much more longer. Mm -hmm. So the tail dancer won't see the head dancer because the cloth will touch right. the ground. So it's quite long and then usually they'll pick a shorter or smaller person behind so it's easier for them to dance. Uh, that's the old way. But now, now we do acrobatic line. Actually, this style of line, we call it a northern style with southern line. In fact, lion dance has two categories. You have northern line and southern line. Northern lion that you see actually in the market, it's something like a furry, yes, it's, it, yes, it's, yes. it's goldish, you know? With yes. a very long hair, yeah, yes. stubby. Yes, yeah? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but their movements are more acrobatic. But southern lion is more martial arts. So now, what you see in Malaysia, in the world, the changes is southern lion with northern movements combination. So then you can see the tail swing 360, somersault front. Right. All these are northern lion movements. But they wow. incorporated into the southern line. What is the biggest challenge when it comes to actually performing the line dance, being a line dance performer? Is it the weight of the actual costume? Is it the choreography? Is it getting over the height of having to get up on those poles? What is the biggest challenge you the think? The fear of falling or yeah. breaking yourself, yeah. I think for performance-wise, it's enjoying for them. As long as they don't afraid of hikes and okay. they're brave, to take the challenge, right? It's okay, but the, the biggest fear, I think, is in competition. Where in competition, we have only like 10 to 12 minutes. You have to perform at least 20 difficulties in one shot and no mistake. If you have a slight mistake, just like 0 by 1 is gone. So every point deduction, it's very important. Right. So the trainer, the dancer, instruments are very tense. So comes to us, we, we think that competition is the hardest. The second one is training the youth because training the youth, not many will stay like us crazy for 30 years. People will come and go probably three years, they'll leave us because they have their own path of career. They want to build their own lives. But lion dance have a secured career now in the world. So no one wants to risk their life to do full time. So there is a market, there is the development, but how far can you go? That means the platform, the platform from as a dancer to become a coach, to become a manager, there's no clear path. So we, Kwan Lok itself and other, some other Malaysian teams that actually try to build this and even a greater academy so that we want it to be sustainable. So one day when I'm old, I can sit there and watch the youth keep practicing and competing in competition. Why is it a dying art when there is so much need for it? Like there are more shops opening, you know, houses being built, you know, everybody loves a good lion dance. Yeah, it's true. I mean, in Southeast Asia, particularly in Malaysia and Singapore, we have a lot of demands, especially acrobatic lions. But the supply is really insufficient. Because why we say it's dying art, because people love to watch lion dance. But when it comes to performance, even though it's a 10-minute performance, the setup of carrying of the metals into the truck, unload and load it and carry, it takes a lot of time. And probably it's like a hard work. Even though we are, we are paying allowance for the kids, they come for free to train, but we pay them allowance. They still feel not worth it because uh, the time they spend. Even though we provide them some meals every show. I think the fact is that the younger generation choose easier path. This is a really hard a work. A lot of hard work. It's a hard <clears> work, <throat> yeah. Even some of the dancers told us, say, hey, I joined you guys, I want you to do line dance. Please don't ask me to carry stuff like metals, you know. So that is a part of the teamwork. So everyone need to like, because our performance is one day, probably like five shows, we have to 
Build up, break up, build up, build up. So when some like other overseas team to come to visit us and understand us, they feel, oh my god, you guys crazy. So we have to think of a way how we dismantle and use it the fastest way, unload and, and load all this back to the truck every show right. and they end it in a clean and a safe way. So, so far, has there been progress in, in that department? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. There is a progress, but not many of my members would like to take the task to lead the team to set up because that would be very tiring and stressful. So, why is it important to preserve this particular art form? We find that this line dance, even though it started as a Chinese community dance, but it can develop into an extreme sport. So like Acrobatic Lion, we encourage all different race and anyone that interested in lion dance, we teach them, we want them to grow. So we are actually heading to a sport site so that even though if the culture slowly die off, we still have a backup plan. Right. So it need not be always the Chinese culture. It can become one of the one sports. Of so in fact, Asia is popular for lion dance. But in fact, you can see as far as South America, we have as far as from Chile. Wow. They travel to Malaysia. But I just wanted to ask you one last question. When we got here, you were saying that you got students from Myanmar? Yes. Is that yes. right here? Yeah. yeah. And that Malaysia was one of the top leading countries when it came to Myanmar? Yes, yes, yes. So actually, this group of people actually contacted us and they want to come to train with us because Malaysia held the World Championship many times. It's true by Ginting. So Ginting has the corporate side that have been contributing for line dance for national and international championship. This coming year, they will be having the uh, World Championship soon. We got an opportunity thanks to Master Albert of the Kwan Lok Dragon and Lion Dance Association. He taught us how to do the lion dance, right, Asha? Well, oh. okay, he, he started us off with the basics. Mm -hmm. And here's my takeaway from, you know, our experience was... You have to have stamina. Oh, yeah. And it's not just about young boys being fit and can jump up and down. Mm -hmm. It's backbreaking work. Like, mm -hmm. I was your tail. <laughs> and not for very long. That's <laughs> right. So I was the head and Asha was the tail of the lion. Uh, okay. <gasps> and uh, it was backbreaking. Like, I literally was so stiff and achy afterwards. Uh, and that was just for like, what? Two minutes You know, there's a reason why Asha was stiff and achy afterwards. Because <laughs> as the tail and the butt of the lion, that thing was out of control. If you could see it, right? We're gonna there are videos that will be uh, coming up as yeah. well. But man, it was, and it was so hot in there. So I was like trying to be the calm one as the head, but yeah. I didn't realize behind me there is this out of control <laughs> tail that's moving with a mind of its own. And everything we learned was it was way more complicated Absolutely. than we thought, right? And when we first picked up the lion head. Do you mm -hmm. remember both of us going, it's pretty light because it's made of rattan inside. It's right. pretty light. Well, try having it on even for three minutes. It right. rests on your shoulders. Yeah. On top of your shoulders like a hula hoop would. Yeah. And it's about, uh, the diameter is about a hula hoop but it gets heavy and, and you heavier. were like pouring sweat <laughs> off your head under the head it was incredible it's so he was so sweaty it's actually very difficult to hold on to him as the tail <laughs> she was like sliding off my waist oh, yeah. as she was doing it and even the simplest of things becomes more complicated just like even batting the eyelid yeah. of the head of the lion is way more complicated than you think it is in exactly. fact exactly um, yeah so we had <laughs> master albert teach us how to uh, what what do you call it? Batter our, our eyelashes, yes. flirt our eyelashes. Flirty like lion a look. Flirty lion look like a lion can only do. <laughs> Here's what happened. So when we bling, usually we have to do the U shape. Bling, 
you. Blink. Oh, there's a rule you. one. Ah, so it looks nicer. Yeah, Once yeah. you blink, you know what you're doing. Yes, yes. So you blink. That means I look at you one time. I look at him one time. I look oh. back at him one time. But it's, this cool. is with the tail is a bit heavier. Then what about the ear? The ear usually they blink when once you pull it come together. Oh, the ear and the eyes go together. Yes, one string, four connection. That is so cool. Okay, I just want to clarify what Master Albert was saying with the U was there is a whole sequence of events of mm. how the lion has to move and the head has to move in a sort of L shape or U shape right. as the eyelids are fluttering to give it character. Because you, <laughs> when you look at lions, they, yeah. they, there's something furry and cute and lovable mm. about them, right? Yep. And all of these tweaks and turns that they do with how they move the eyes, the tail, yep. the head... It, all comes together it to does. give you that feeling. So it's not as easy as people may think. Definitely not. And mm-hmm. how well did we do after I was the head Ooh. and Asha was the tail of the lion? Well, <laughs> after we performed a little short dance of the lion dance, Master Albert actually graded us. Okay, Master Albert, we had a bit of a crash course, 20 minutes. Uh, how do we do? <laughs> you guys, it's considered talented, you see? And with, with the rhythm, I mean, without with the rhythm, at first it was like yeah. uh, you can't see much, right? right? But once the rhythm is there, wow. Right. You guys know how to dance, is it? See, uh, see. For 20 minutes, lah. For 20 minutes, we did pretty good. I tell you, the interesting thing was having the music, music really helped. Yeah. Although then both of us weren't coordinated because we were dancing to our own drums. So who is better, the head or the butt? Seriously, I can see the rhythm the, with the movement, the butt looks good. Well done. <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep thank up you, with thank the you, butt. thank you. I, 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 I practice to wag my tail. <laughs> <laughs> and something we forgot to mention was that we were allowed to be the first ones to try out their brand <laughs> new fuchsia pink lion. It bright. hadn't gone out yet. So, so bright. Yeah, it was so bright. It was so gorgeous. <laughs> and so, yes, thank you, Master Albert, for trusting us with your brand new lion that's only going to be uh, what, doing doing its debut this week sometime. How exciting is that? <laughs> also, I want to say, I don't understand how come we got graded separately. Like, Asha was the tail and I was the head. We were one lion. But yet, for some reason, <laughs> the tail outshone the head. And for I mean, yes, I was the head. But I was, I was trying to be the one that was caring enough not to move too much making sure that Asha didn't get lost because she couldn't see her way I didn't realise the butt was moving like it had a mind of its own okay you gotta check out the videos of everything that happened on our social media Instagram that's light.my watch those videos and on Facebook too and I think the answer to that is we're a bit like a sphinx you know (laughs) (laughs) very separate creatures all together and to find out more about the lion dance you can check out the Quan Lok Dragon and Lion Dance Association they're on Facebook as well at other socials Mm -hmm. look them up and also hey you can shout out to Master Albert Fong he may be giving you a lesson next exactly just tell him you know us he'll help you out yeah You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.